Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, don't get mad at me. Tone isn't here. I can't do it. Danny Cunningham in for Tone today. Hello, Danny. Hi, Ken. How are you? Audio courtesy of Bali Sports. I'm well. Anthony didn't give you a key, Danny? No, he didn't. Nope. Uh Somebody said if we don't flip the switch today, we're a disgrace to Cleveland sports. He's not here. I can't flip the switch when he's not here. Wouldn't feel right. Can't do it. Wait a minute. You said it wouldn't feel right. Would it feel right to flip the switch after the win? Or would it feel right, not feel right to flip the switch after, because Tone isn't here? Because Tone's not here. Oh, okay. You can't, you, you can't do it without so him. So would you flip the switch if if he were here? Would you tune in today and go, well, Ken and Anthony are together, so the nuclear football is right there in the room, time to turn the key together and flip the switch? I think you're, getting, you real close, I, I think you're getting real close to touching that. I don't know if you're flipping it all the so way what's up. what's stopping you from flipping you the switch? You can't just play around with the switch, Danny. You can't just touch it and oh, then sure not flip it. Oh, sure record, you can. For the record, for the record, right now I am pro switch. For You've the record, to flipping if, the switch. If Tone was here, yeah, because well, I can't. His ass up. I can't be a fuddy duddy forever. And but now, well, now it's gonna. He's not. He's not asleep. They're at the hospital. They for going? all I know, the baby's being born as I as I tell this sentence. The, the does the baby have a key? The tension. <laughs> is through the roof. Which, by the way, real quick, Jim tried to text me yesterday, like, no baby yet, dot, dot, dot. The I go, other Don't. godfather. Yeah, Jim, the godfather of... Uh, of um, Izzy. Izzy. That's why I'm not the godfather. I couldn't even remember her <laughs> name the hell right that off. baby's name is. Um, it, Jim is the godfather of the constant distraction during our show phone calls. Um, and he tried to text me, like, no baby yet. And I went, nope, you're not doing this. I don't want. I do not want any updates from you. Tone has the cell phone as well. He will tell me. I don't need you updating me. All right. You're not some midwife. You're not some doula. You're Jim, and I don't need to hear it from you. Get out. You're good for sandwiches, and you're good for pissing me off. That's what you get. Good sandwiches. <laughs> That's what you get from me. Either way, I'm pro switch. I'm pro switch. I think you need to give it more time. I do. I think they play the Knicks early March. Yeah. They do this then, that switch is all the way flipped. No doubt about it. But I think you have to get there. 
Come on. I think I don't want to be the wet blanket. I don't. You're being the wet blanket. I don't want to be. Yes, you are. But I don't want to be. You're the definition of a wet blanket. Everybody in the room is going, flip the switch. Everybody wants to flip the switch. The only reason I'm not flipping the switch is because it wouldn't be right to tone. Which is right. That's it. But I'm telling everybody right now, I am pro flipping the switch. I can't do it right now because tone's not here, everybody. I can't do it. 216-474-0092. I think Danny's being a wet blanket. I'm not. I don't know what else you need to have proven to you. I want to see them do this to the Knicks. See them do what? Would do what to the Knicks? Beat the Knicks. So the Knicks is the only thing? That that's they, the next, they, that's the next really hold difficult on. game they've got. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, they got the Sixers twice, but, but that doesn't matter Celtics anymore. Celtics are after the Knicks, what about, too. What about the Magic? No, the Magic, not, gotta they wait, got off gotta to wait a great till, start. They've been bad since. Gotta wait till March 3rd? Yeah, this oh, schedule has been taken. It's going God. to continue it to is, be. It's February 6th. Yeah. Do you have anything to say I over there? I can't wait till March 3rd. I got stuff to do. We're not sitting around well, till you March don't need flip to, it You today. need to be reasonable. If you don't flip it today. You need to be reasonable. If you don't flip it today, which game between now and then is worth flipping it you, over? There's you, not one. You don't. That's why I'm trying to get Tone to call in to flip the switch with me later. Obviously, he's very busy. I'm trying to get that done. You won't do it. He can't just step I can't. out the hall? That baby's being born. Come on. I don't we know. got in business to attend to here. What's more important? What? One baby or a million Cavaliers fans? It, uh, 1.3 million. It, I don't think they were all Cavs fans. Well, there were plenty of people here who might have just been here for the party, but not all 1.3 million, not even 100,000. They all had to be Cavs fans. 216-474-0092. If you think Danny's right, then fine. Go right on ahead. Because this, this Kings team's a good team. They're now 29-20. and 20. You've won 14 of 15. You've now won six in a row. You had a winning streak of eight. Now you had a winning streak of six after. I don't know what more you want, Danny boy. I can't do I it. I don't know what more you want. What, I, what you can't do it. You're not allowed to do it. Exactly. Because it's not your switch. But you're right. telling me that you wouldn't flip the switch. That's what I don't understand. What if you had your own switch, Danny? Jared Allen played in the game last night. We thought he was going to be out with an ankle injury. He left the game the night before, a couple of nights before. Darius Garland played. Of course, immediately people started getting in on that, but that's another conversation altogether because there is this weird contingent. Let me break this down real quick before I get to the flip the switch calls. 216-474-0092. There is a... Guys, you can you can... You can be interested in two things at once. You can be interested in the Browns and the Cavs. You really can do it. Now, I know that it's it's hard to do sometimes, but we like sports. It's a distraction. I can watch the Cavs during the week and watch the Browns on Sunday. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of people who maybe they just don't during the rest of the football season. And hey, basketball season does start kind of early. Basketball brings on the winner. Most people dislike winter. So part of this I actually do understand to some certain degree because there's a feel to it, and you don't have to sit there and breathe it and live it like I do. Okay, fine. And like Danny does, for that matter. But there is this weird... The people who say that they're better without Darius Garland, and I tend to agree with the other side because they're like, well, these people are just Browns fans who just started watching the Cavs. They don't watch the Cavs before the Browns season. I go... I want to agree with you, but I don't want to be that guy. It's That's what it, I'm trying not to do. I don't know that they don't watch the Cavs. Because I don't want to be demeaning Cavs. to the people who are out there watching. That's all I'm trying not to do. 
But I think they focus fair. so much of the reaction energy on the Browns to where they'll watch the Cavs on a Tuesday night, but it, it just it doesn't matter to them at that point. It's it starts to matter it once is, the Browns are done. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And I think part of it too, Ken, is so much reaction comes out of every single game in the NFL. Right. The Browns win on Sunday, it's the best week ever. The Browns lose on Sunday, it's a miserable week for a lot of people. Okay. I don't know that people know how to react correctly to games in an 82-game season. Well, there's also the reaction. I, I do think some people are waking up from the hangover of what happened last year in the postseason. So they might not have taken it very seriously at the very beginning of the year. And maybe that's I'm guilty of that of with, with the switch thing. Maybe that's why I'm a little bit more hesitant than you. Um, that no, might be I my problem. You, I think you got to get the stick out of the mud and get going there, buddy. I mean, I, I again, if you even said you wanted to flip the switch, I can't do it because Tone isn't here. Right. Bob on the road. He's next up on the fan. Good morning, Bob. Hey, good morning, guys. Hi. Um, the only my, my only thing is I would love to flip the switch, but my only concern is J.B. Bickerstaff. And the reason I say that is what's his overall record between two years ago to playoffs or the play-in games and last year's playoffs? He doesn't. He just doesn't seem like he knows how to coach. He doesn't seem like he knows the matchups. Right now, it seems like he is. But until we get to the playoffs again, I, I really don't think we should flip the switch because oh my God. we we had the uh, better, we had better athletes. We had a better team on paper than New York last year. Right? Is that something we just told ourselves, Bob? Because Jalen Brunson played really well up until the. I mean, well, hold on. Right up through I, that I, series. I, I was going to say the same thing earlier in this year about Kevin Stefanski. But he finally shut me up against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. A couple of years ago, you guys had a poll on. You guys gave me the sweet chin music when I said, until you figure out how to beat Baltimore and Pittsburgh in our division, you're you're not the best team. You're not the best coach. Oh, I didn't want to do it there. Oh, man. I didn't want to do it there, Owen. Too bad. I was I gonna, here's what I don't I get. I was going to tell Bob, Bob let's here's not ruin a good thing, Bob. and I didn't know you were going to do it right <laughs> yeah, there. Go, yeah. ahead, go ahead, go here's ahead, go ahead. Here's what I don't get from Bob, though. <laughs> Why you make the comparison to Stefanski and say, well, they beat Pittsburgh and Baltimore in the regular season, but it doesn't count for the Cavs until the playoffs. Well, he should still technically be bitter then against Kevin Stefanski yeah. if they got well, throttled in the postseason by Houston. So, let's, keep, let's keep the streak alive, Bob. Wait, none of this makes sense. That's a terrible call to take to start talking about flipping switches. Yeah. Bob doesn't even want switches in the same building as him. Which, that's ridiculous. Not about Bob electricity. No defense. No. There is no red October for Bob. This is just. We're not going to try to take the submarine. <laughs> Jack Ryan, go work at a grocery store. This is, uh, we don't need you. This is not good. This is not good. Well, I, I mean, I'm looking at a Cavs team right now. They won 136-110. Uh, right now in the Eastern Conference, your Cleveland Cavaliers are second in the Eastern Conference. Oh, is right that now. good? If the playoffs started today, they'd take on Orlando. Oh, my God. If you couldn't beat Orlando in a seven-game series, Or Orlando everybody. got off to such a good start. They've not been good since. No, they haven't been that great. They did win three in a row here. But I'm just looking at the standings right now just to make sure I was right. Uh, the Cavs have won six in a row. Uh, last night. I was watching you and I got into a little bit of a, a back and forth about this yesterday. And I mean a little bit because we, you know, there was a lot of things we didn't get to get to yesterday. Uh, Evan Mobley did shoot one three 
in this game. You want Evan Mobley to shoot more. Now, I thought he got pretty aggressive inside yesterday. However, he did only shoot one three, and you want him to shoot more. And I go, I don't I don't believe in him shooting more threes, buddy. I thought the best part of his game last night was how aggressive he was in attacking the basket off the dribble. That's what I thought. That It's not that he has to shoot five or six threes a game, but the threat of it has to be there because if that threat's not there, Ken, yeah. I don't think then you're able to see him be as aggressive off the dribble to the basket. I think it's... It's not that I need him to all of a sudden be this 40% three-point shooter. I just need him to be someone that defenses are going to respect because it's going to open I, up so much more for him. But I don't. I disagree with you, and I disagree with Jason Lloyd who said it. I, I don't know if that's going to happen right now. That's my that's my issue with it is I don't know if it just all happens at this moment. I don't know that it does, I mean, we're, we're, but you we need are to see February. progress. We are in February. We've got a couple another month months left in the season. I'm not sure exactly... You know where to go? Like I'm, like man, he's already kind of a meek player. If he's aggressive one way, why do I want to stretch it out even more? I mean, what we're getting here is with Evan Mobley, he, we might have to start taking back a couple of unicorn conversations. Okay, fine, but I because it's going to take a little bit longer. The knee injury it hurts that unicorn con, unicorn conversation. Okay, so if it's going to take a little bit longer, I got to focus on what he's what he can be good at first. I think he can be good at, like you said, attacking off the dribble. I don't know if he's going to be better coming off the block, heading to a corner, and trying to shoot a three. I don't know what his spots are on the floor from beyond the arc, to be honest with you. I have no idea. Well, he hasn't been good enough at any of them for him to have spots. He's, he's taken above he's the break. He's taken corner threes. I think the Cavs would like it to be the corner. I'm not sure that it ever will be. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Jared and Clear. Jared, hello. Jared, this is John. You gotta change your what name. What the Jared. hell is going on we, in there, Mitch? We, you know what? I'm from now. I'm Jared. Okay. Okay. Just to keep things Thank going. You. Go ahead. Okay, so I'm not ready. I'm not quite ready to flip switch just yet. Not for negative reasons, because I think they're on a night. Nice, they're they're in a nice groove right now. They're trying to figure things out. They're getting healthy. And this year, the difference between this year and last year is that the bench is contributing much more. Last year, we didn't get what we're getting from the bench. That's the biggest difference. So I'm not quite there yet, but if they keep on this road, I say you flip the switch ace as soon as possible. I'm trying to get Tone on the phone, John. It's what I'm trying to do, but he's at, the, on, he's tone, at the hospital the right now. The not that important. Get on the phone and, and help him <laughs> through this, all right? The baby, yeah, yeah, I mean, God. honestly, he got 18 years, don't you? What's one day? Yeah. That's the whole thing about it. If I can get Tone on the phone to do it, but I, it's got to be go time by now. If I can get Tone on the phone by the end of the show, I'll try to flip the switch with him on the phone. Well, I'm not sure if that's going to be able to be we done. We can get that baby out before about last night. Yeah, by 9 o'clock, he should be free. Boy, this is taking forever here. Two one six four seven four to below 92. I, got, I mean, I got people who do want to flip the switch. I got people cussing me out because we're not flipping the switch, and I'm going, guys, the rules are simple. Tone's got to be here. And by the way, you can flip your own switch. This is the rules of the show. You've given me a lot of power here, and I am going to wield it. As but you should. I, I do think that Evan Mobley shouldn't be shooting more threes. How I'm many threes out. do you think he should be shooting a game? I, you know what? He can try one a game. His one a game is perfectly fine for And if me. he makes it, does he get another one? Is yeah, it like we'll a replay challenge where no, if you're no, successful, no, 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 no. you get to keep going? No, no, no. He throws a flag you out. Get, you get one a game. Because I just don't believe... I don't believe he's going to develop in time to take anybody away from the block and pull anybody out on defense and open up lanes for Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland or anybody else. I don't believe that's going to happen with him. 
I will say not in, by the end of this year. In the few games he's been back, I think his jump shot has looked better. I think that it has looked like a a much more competent jump shot from the outside. I do think that's true. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. We'll get back to the Cavs coming up here in a bit. Coming up next, Roger Goodell. You guys are. Gonna- Fatlock's going to walk into the room. I'm just going to tell you that right now during about last night because Roger Goodell in the NFL found another way to be above the law. Ken Carmen, Danny Cunningham in for tone live on the fan. Now the Ken Carmen show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Your Cleveland Cavaliers winners last night, 136 to 110. They now find themselves the number two seat in the Eastern Conference. Donovan Mitchell was asked about it yesterday. He said, eh, it's only February. It's good, but, you know, it's it's February. You know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to continue to play the way we've been playing. You know, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, no disrespect to a lot of you, but a lot of y'all were in here, you know, when we were were down down and out. You know what I mean? That's always a good sign when the locker room's packed. (laughs) Um, So I think the biggest thing is just playing as a group, man. Just staying here and being cohesive as a group. You know, I think it's going to be talked about. We're going to, you know, two-seed this and that. But at the end of the day, like, you know, it matters where we are come April time and how we we finish. You know what I mean? So this is great. We're playing great basketball. But my, my biggest thing and our biggest thing is how do we keep going? How do we get better? How do we improve continuously every day? Tough talking Donovan Mitchell. The locker room was crowded last Whoa. night, Ken. Were you there? I was. You never told me. You didn't ask. You gotta tell me these things. I'm I'm at probably 60-70% of their home games. Well, I knew you went to a lot. I just for whatever yeah. reason I didn't put two and two together. I figured, you know, if, if I'm gonna do the show today, I have to go and make sure I'm as informed as possible for so it. So it was a packed house? It was a very crowded now, locker room. Now for you guys who go to the Cavs a lot. Do you see like new, and you're like, what is he doing here? Oh boy, here it, comes it, trouble. It always tends to pick up when the Browns end. So really, the last couple of games yeah. have been more crowded. <laughs> and to peel back the curtain a little bit, there are different tiers of credentials. Like not yeah. everybody that is credentials is allowed in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But when the Cavs are about to leave on a trip and they want to hurry things up. They'll allow more people in the locker room, and last night was that as they're about to go on the road for a three-game trip. Yeah. So it was a little more crowded, partially because there were more people there, partially because the Cavs allowed some more people in the locker room. It's true. A couple of guys came into the game. They were questionable with injuries. Jared Allen with an ankle injury. He had 19 last night. Darius Garland with left knee soreness. He had 11 last night. Some people saying he's a plug. He was plus four and plus minus. Darius Garland, yes or no, can they... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Share the responsibilities together in that backcourt long-term. Danny, are we looking at disaster? They can share it together. It's going to take a little bit of time, and Darius was on the injury report questionable with a knee injury going into yesterday. It's not fair to expect him, just the same way with Evan Mobley, it's not fair to expect those guys to return from missing six weeks and instantly be awesome. We've seen flashes with both of them, but it's not fair to say, okay, well, you need to be an all-star right now. You don't need to be right now. You do by the time the playoffs arrive, but right now, have a little bit of patience and grace with these guys, especially while they're winning. It's not as if they're costing the Cavs games. They're still winning basketball games. Yesterday was Monday, and it's the beginning of Super Bowl week. Roger Goodell has gone from having his press conference on Friday before the Super Bowl to Wednesday before the Super Bowl to now Monday before the Super Bowl at the beginning of the week in an invite-only press conference. Taking a taking a page out of um, Dictator's books there. Had himself a press conference, and he was asked about games being played in Brazil. Survey said... We are just incredibly enthusiastic about our growth on a global basis. Um, We are convinced we can be a global sport in the near future. Uh, Our ownership has committed to uh, allow more games to be played on an annual basis, on a global basis. Uh, We are excited about the fans' reaction, our media partners. Uh, I think this is uh, a great opportunity for the league, and we are committed to making it a global sport. You mentioned Brazil. Brazil um, is new for us this year. Uh, We are incredibly excited. We're going to do it on our kickoff weekend, which is an unusual um, approach and different than we've ever done. We're actually going to play it on Friday night of our kickoff weekend. Uh, So we'll have Thursday night as our kickoff game. Friday night, we'll come back from Brazil in Sao Paulo. The Philadelphia Eagles will be the host team in Sao Paulo. Um, and then we'll come back with Sunday night and Monday night, and obviously a great, uh, a great group of games on Sunday afternoon with our two partners. So um, we think this is giving us an ability to access more fans, not just here in the States, but on a global basis. And I think it's going to be a huge hit. We're excited. We got, uh, got really the meat and potatoes right there, didn't we? Lordy. Um, now the Eagles are the host team in this game. The Browns do play at the Eagles this year. Right. But we don't know exactly where that could be. The Browns could be playing in this game in Brazil. It's been a while since the Browns have played internationally. They played in England against the Minnesota Vikings years ago. Almost won that game. But, you know, Hugh Jackson was the coach, so they ended up losing it in the end. That's how it goes. Um, however, I don't usually call for this. But uh, looks like I'm going to have to put on my tight sport coat and Fatlock's about to walk into the courtroom. And there's a reason. Because in the CBS article that I read this morning... 
because they say it's kickoff weekend. The game is going to be on a Friday night on kickoff weekend. It marks the first game played on a Friday night of week one in more than 50 years. The last game played on a Friday night during opening week was Cardinals at Rams on September 18th, 1970. Do you know why? Because there is an FCC blackout rule that not a lot of people know because Friday night is a big night, especially in the state of Ohio in the fall, for a very particular reason. There is an FCC blackout rule that states that no NFL home game can be televised at the same time of a high school football game within 100 miles of that NFL stadium. Well, you're not going to have to worry about that in Sao Paulo, Brazil, now are you? So it's a workaround for Big Raj where they are above the law. They play the game internationally. They can play it a Friday night, and there ain't boo we can say about it. That's an incredible way around the rules. Only radio dummies like me know that type of stuff, buddy boy. I didn't know that. I did not know that specifically. Yep. So Because it was always like, well, the Big Ten's going to play college football on Friday night. What? When is the NFL going to play on Friday night? I go, nope, you can't. Can you, you can't now be within 100 miles that? of an NFL game okay. or a high school football game. So does this change things when a high school team plays on a Saturday or occasionally you'll nope, see? Nope, just Fridays. Okay. Just okay. Fridays. Seems to be that way. There you go. I did not know that rule existed. Yep. An existing rule. There you go. Do you have another question over there, Owen? Well, I just needed you to say all that, but in a shorter way for us dummies who didn't pay attention after the first yep. sentence. But you so, did at uh, the very end. Avon Lake has a game going. Shorman playing uh, Bay or something like that. Who's Shorman? No, Shorman playing Midview or something like that on a Friday night. Browns yeah, can't play at the same time. September. Yeah. yeah, can't be doing that. I like that new Midview coach. He's a young guy. What's his last name? Armstrong. He's like 27, yeah. 28 years old. Seems to be a good dude. So there you go. Moving on. Uh, Bill O'Brien looks to be close to the Boston College job. Now, this is this is different because some people are saying it's maybe a little bit of a, well, you guys said that everybody would be leaving the, the college ranks to go to the NFL. However, I think we have to look at it in two ways when it comes to Bill O'Brien. Now, it hasn't been announced yet that he is officially taking the job, at least from what I see. It looks like they're very close, according to the Boston Herald. These are a little bit of extenuating circumstances because people looked at Jeff Halfley and they go, here is an active head coach in college football at an ACC program going to the NFL because he wants to coach football. And then Jeff Halfley, well, excuse me, sources close to Jeff Halfley uh, said that that was the reason where it's like, hey, you're doing more fundraising than you are coaching anymore. Like, this is tough. Some people started to use that as a fireback on the entire situation because of Bill O'Brien. However, when you do some digging, and the Boston Herald was great with this, and a couple of people from CBS were great with it, Bill O'Brien is a Boston native, and his son, who's dealing with a rare brain condition, receives his treatment in one of the hospitals in Boston. So it would all make sense for him to go there. I'm sure he wouldn't be starving if he went there. I don't know how great they would do. I know that he is a good football coach at Penn State, so I know that he's okay from coaching behind the eight ball when it comes to something like that. But all of a sudden, that kind of creates a hole for Ohio State because it seemed to be, and Lima brought this up, Danny, that Bill O'Brien was going to do the coaching during the week yeah. while Ryan Day was busy with all the fundraising and stuff that you have to do now as a head coach in college football. Well, and I'm not sure you can be successful at the level Ohio State wants to be successful and have your head coach be a play caller. I think it's so different, and I know we talked about this yesterday, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again today with play calling in the NFL with Kevin Stefanski. Yes. But in college, I don't think you can do it because the head coach has to more so be the head coach of recruiting 
than the head coach of the actual football team. The last head coach in college to win a national title while calling plays was Jimbo Fisher at Florida State back really? in 2013. It's been that long. Huh. I'm not it, sure it, he was even really calling the plays. It, it How does, much was it's just Jameis running around doing things? That might be quite a bit of it. He was Come really on, good at Florida State. Credit. What, just because he flamed out and he's getting paid $70 million? We've got to well, take shots at him? It's not even that. I've just watched enough Jameis ball now to know that that dude does whatever he wants to do. It doesn't matter what you tell him the play is. Worked out at Florida State. Sure did. Go. But I don't think you can call plays and be successful at the level Ryan Day needs to be successful. I think that, and I wasn't the biggest Bill O'Brien guy. I think it was an upgrade because it frees up Ryan Day to do the other stuff that he has to do to manage that program. And I I do think that maybe Bill O'Brien would have been more aggressive in spots that Ohio State needed it. But I'm curious if they're going to replace him or if they're going to let Brian Hartline call plays, or if it's just going to go back to what it was. And if it goes back to what it was, I don't think it's going to be a good thing. That is it for about last night. Justin Termini, Sirius XM NBA Radio, will talk about whether or not he believes the number two-seeded Cavs are actually contenders here in the East. That coming up at 8 o'clock this morning. Coming up next, everyone's freaking out over what Ken Dorsey almost said yesterday. Ken Carmen, Doug, Doug, Danny Cunningham. Who's Doug? I know I made a noise and it sounded like Doug is going bang. Danny Cunningham. Oh boy. In for tone live on the fan. All right, I'm going to get to the Browns here in a second. A lot of people are all worked up about Ken Dorsey. But he, he technically said it and then he corrected himself. And I go, gosh, you guys hit me. But first, I got to tell you about It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. The offseason moves have just begun in Berea. And the NFL awards are just around the bend. Trust the dangerous Daryl Ryder and Andy Baskin every step throughout the offseason. During their podcast, It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Subscribe now at 923thefan.com on the absolutely positively free Odyssey app. Big question to start the show this morning. People were asking, Kenny, you guys going to flip the switch? Well, Danny is in for Tone today. Tone is not here. I can't flip the switch if Tone's not here. Now, I have I have reached out to Tone, which I just, it's got to be a bizarre text message. His wife might be in the middle of, uh, might be in the middle of labor as, as far as I know. <laughs> and I, I texted, I wrote, call in and flip the switch this morning. What a text to send. Because it has to be. Not are you a proud papa. No, no. Have you talked to him yesterday or today, or is this the first time you've... I wanted to call him yesterday afternoon, and I decided not to bother him. Okay. I know. So this is the first contact you've made with him? No, we were on a group text actually yesterday about a uh, unrelated matter to childbirth. I don't remember what it was, but it was me, him, and a couple other people uh, in it. Uh, Marble Mouth was there, and then... um, yeah, I, 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 it was it was something completely different. I remember I was I forget what the hell it was. Either way, yeah, I didn't ask about the baby. I well, I did ask about the baby yet, and he said she's just being induced. I go, what the hell are we been waiting on? So we'll find out here. But either way, uh, I have reached out to Tone to try to flip the switch. Stephen Lakewood, because the Cavaliers won again last night. They won fourteen of the last fifteen. They're in the second seat. Hello, Steve. Hello, guys. Hi. Hey, question now, big Browns fan. Love all it. And yep. I am a novice Cavs fan at best. Okay. So I keep hearing about this switch. Can you please explain to me what exactly the switch flipping does? You and know what? That's a, gr- that's a great point. And, and, great and if, question. If the switch is supposed to turn something on, 
wouldn't it make sense, one, just ridiculous to wait to the playoffs, but two, isn't it a little early? Shouldn't it be like at least after the All-Star game? Well, that's what Danny Boy here is saying, is that it's er- it's early to be flipping the switch. Steve, I-, I thank you very much for the call and the question. The, the-, the, fl- the flipping of the switch was born uh, with the Cavaliers with LeBron, because LeBron would say it- it's time we flip the switch, and it just took its own life. So there you go. It took life of its own, I should say. So <laughs> LeBron would say it, and then eventually we would flip the switch. Over again, and there would be times about that, and then eventually it just took on its own life. So there you go. I said took on, not again. So <laughs> ever since then, it's been kind of a, a flip-switching sort of deal. The switch was off. Yeah. And he was down. So they And I did. I wondered, I go, if they beat a Western Conference team, can we do it? If they beat a Sacramento Western Conference team, which isn't your traditional, even though they were good last year, they're pretty good team, this though. year. Yeah, but it's not a trip. I don't think people think success when they think of the Kings right now still. I think people in Cleveland, Ohio, I think they still think loser Kings when they think of the Kings. Didn't you say yesterday you can't flip the switch after a team, after a win against a Western Conference team? I said it's team? questionable. Okay. But it, I, again, it, it all depends on, it, things change how you look. Like, I, 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 we're watching the replay right now. I just saw Isaac Okoro play well. I want to bring up Isaac Okoro later on because I, I, I've changed my mind on trading him. Trading him. I, I've changed my mind on trading a lot. I've. I thought Isaac Okoro might be my guy. I'm not really interested in trading him right now. Uh, you know, we've had this conversation about Evan Mobley not trading him, but what he's going to do as far as the three-point line, I'll bring it back. But there's a lot of things that I'm just liking. You know, a lot of people are very critical of Karis LeVert, who I'm watching up here right now. And I think that he has provided, there's been just so many things that have provided quality to this basketball team over the last couple of months. I don't know if I want to part with any of it. it it's a really difficult conversation to have because if you wanted to add in, the Cavs are in a place where they're kind of, they, they don't have a ton of assets in terms of draft capital yes. left to give. They have a bunch of second round picks they could trade, but what's that really worth? It, it just sort of depends on how things shake out across the league between now and the trade deadline on Thursday. Yeah. But there's not someone from the rotation that you would want to see walk out that door. Yeah. It, you could make a You could make the argument that there are guys on the bench you'd like to see in the rotation still but you don't want to remove anyone from it. Sam Merrill deserves more minutes than he got last night, but whose minutes are you cutting? There's not a, there's not an easy answer there. I think it's very difficult. We'll get to more of the Cavs coming up in a bit. And again, Justin Termini, Sirius XM NBA Radio. He'll join us coming up at 8 a.m. this morning. We'll talk about whether or not he thinks the Cavs are serious contenders, an outsider's perspective, and we'll see whether or not he believes that they're serious contenders in the Eastern Conference. Ken Dorsey spoke to everybody yesterday, and a lot of people, Media-wise, certainly, were freaked out over something Ken Dorsey technically said, but very quickly corrected himself on. So I, I was able to have a conversation with them, and it was great. You know, we're in the phase, obviously, in the offseason of just more getting to know each other and that type of thing. So it was great to talk to them. I look forward to having more conversations, just get to know them, know, get to know the guy, get to know the person, you know, and, and a lot of these guys, you know, in the, in the building. So, but it was it was really good to get them on the phone and just kind of, you know, initial conversations. And I, I can't wait to get to work for him with him because, uh, again, he's he's one of the premier quarterbacks in this league. And um, from everything I've, I've heard about, him uh, a really quality human being so I'm just excited about that opportunity almost said work for him and he did the internet got a little worked up over that I mean the truth's the truth I, I I don't know I don't think he's working for him for crying out loud but I do think I, I do think it was an honest slip of the tongue 
but we also know how, how important this is. Either he gets off the ground and he gets playing well, or, or we're in trouble. I can't wait to get to work for him with him. What do you got, Danny? Come on, lay it on me. It, that was a very interesting clip. That Was, was an it interesting, interesting or was it concerning to you? Both. It, it was it, concerning. It, it's a little concerning that you would slip up like that. And I understand. Listen, there's slips of, of the tongue. It happens. You have them. I have them. Ken Dorsey has them. Yeah. But to do that in your first moment, it's, it's going to, especially when with this franchise, people often question who has power because of how vague some job descriptions are. We don't know exactly who does what. The first thing yesterday that was talked about, and Kevin Stefanski didn't take questions, but he brought up the play calling aspect because he knows that's what everyone's going to ask about. But now when you say something, even as innocent as this, to where you slip up and say work for him instead of with him, people are going to hang on to that. People are going to think about that when, okay, well, is this happening because Ken Dorsey wants this to mm-hmm. happen? Because Kevin Stefanski wants this to happen? Or is Deshaun Watson the one running the show here? And I get that because of what they paid him, what they gave up for him. He is one of the most important guys, if not the most important guy in that organization. But I think that allows some people to take it a little bit further than it should go. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Who wields the power with the Cleveland Browns? And I think that answer and why it lies in there is why some people, even after an eleven and six season, are feeling uneasy. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. That and he cares about winning. That's why he wants to call plays. Ken Carmen, Danny Cunningham, in for tone, Justin Termini. Whether or not the Cavs are real contenders, coming up at eight on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 